What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus, wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens break the clock each Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're getting back in the Star Wars spirits, or should I say, Shark Wars spirits. We've been getting more Star Wars questions than usual, so I thought it was time to replay a story from almost three years ago, part two of our Shark Wars saga. So we're going to start by playing Evan's question. Hi, my name is Evan, and I like Star Wars. And my what-if question is, what if unicorns and narwhals had Jedi um, sabers for their horns? Thank you. I love that question so much. And I'm always happy to sneak some narwhals and unicorns into a story. So let's find out what if unicorns and narwhals had laser swords for their horns. <coughs> Legally distinct from lightsabers. And of course, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Here we go. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Calling all kids in the car, Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. A long time ago in a galaxy far under the sea, the Shalactic Empire had fallen. Yes, Shark Gator had changed his ways at the end, and the Breath Star had been reduced to a pile of rubble and coral. Now, you probably expect narwhals and unicorns to come into the picture first, 
But instead, we see a little golden ray skating across the bottom of the ocean, its pectoral fins flapping like wings, and its spiny tail tracing along the depths of the ocean, looking for old salvage from the Breath Star. Her name was Mana Ray, and she found lots of old gadgets and pieces of coral that she could sell as scrap. Oh, today's been a very good day, said Mana, her hull strapped to her back with a little netting. Now I've just got to go sell all this clunky junk. And just then, she saw what looked like a little round white button mushroom covered in orange spots, only it was sort of upside down. Its big round cap was on the ground, and its little stem was sticking straight up. How strange. This looks like a land mushroom. How could it have gotten all the way to the bottom of the sea? Well, I bet this would be worth a whole lot. A tiny slit of a mouth opened on the stem of the mushroom. Excuse me, your name is Buttonbait. And bad people are coming to get you? The uni order? What is that? Okay, I'll help you find the refishtins. But why? And the perfectly round cap of this button mushroom started rolling. But the stem stayed where it was somehow. So that's how land mushrooms get around. And Manoray swam after the little mushroom. Yay! Hey, wait! There was a narwhal speeding towards them, coming faster and faster, wearing a cool leather jacket. And Buttonbait started rolling faster to get away from it. <coughs> that big narwhal stole your friend's jacket? Oh, I'll show it a thing or two. Mana turned around and swam right toward the narwhal. Whoa, hey, I'm just trying to help. Mana brandished her spiny tail threateningly. Why do you have his friend's jacket? I helped his friend escape from the uni order. His name is Pony Dameron, and he can't swim as well as me, so he gave me this jacket. That way you'd know he sent me. A likely story. You're probably with the uni order. No, haven't you noticed I don't have a horn? Oh, what difference does that make? The uni order took it. They like to be the only ones with horn sabers. From the bottom of the ocean, Buttonbait was rolling back and forth, an alarm trying to point with its little stem of a head behind the narwhal and mana ray. Oh, what now, Buttonbait? Mana looked up to see a blessing of unicorns flying straight towards them. A blessing's like how you'd say a pack of wolves or a herd of sheep. But when it's unicorns, it's actually called a blessing. But these unicorns didn't seem to be up to any good. Choo, choo, choo. Their horn sabers, skinny little cones of light that grew right out of their foreheads, were quite magical. They were able to conjure up a bubble of air around the unicorn's head. And they also had a beautiful, long, curly narwhal horn tied along the length of their tails. And those longer horns blasted out like jets to help them swim super fast through the sea. I'm not sure I like the look of these. The narwhal saw the approaching unicorns. Oh, swim. And he took off like a flash. Pew, 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 pew. Little laser-like darts shot from their horn sabers, cutting through the water as they burned their way through the water towards Manta Ray and the narwhal. Why is every boy I meet immediate trouble? Oh, I'm not always trouble. Name's Finnar, by the way. And the narwhal held out a fin. Mana Ray smacked it out of the way just as, pew, a laser blasted by. My name's Mana Ray, now let's focus on staying alive. Oh, of course. And the unicorns whinnied. 
<laughs> As they zoomed even closer. We're just trying to help. Why don't you just give us that little button mushroom? If you're trying to help, why are you blasting lasers at us? And the unicorns zoomed by again, one after the other. Well, those are just happy beans. They just tickle. No, I'm getting really dizzy. Where were we? I know not to trust them. They took my horn. The little button mushroom rolled behind a big shell as cover. Then Manta Ray slid beneath the sand beside it, disappearing as if camouflaged. Oh, hiding's a good idea. Then Finnar tried to hide behind the same shell as the mushroom. Do you think that shell was big enough to conceal a narwhal? Hey, where'd they go? Said one unicorn. At least that narwhal's really bad at hiding. I could sink in my air bubble. I can't see a thing. The one nauseous unicorn swam back towards the surface, while the other two started closing in on Finnar. And just as they were getting close, whoosh, Menoray lashed out with her spiny tail from her hiding spot, and the three ties holding that narwhal horn to the unicorn's tail were severed. And the narwhal horn floated down to the ocean's floor. I'm hit, said that same unicorn, blasting up with its unicorn horn to push itself backwards, bottom first, straight toward the surface. Finar, the horn. There was only one unicorn left, and it was blasting a beam straight toward Finar. But Buttonbait flipped up the narwhal horn with the stem of its mushroom, and Finar caught that horn with his nose and... It immediately turned to a long beam of blue light, and choo, deflected the unicorn's beam. Now it's my turn, said Finn, and his narwhal horn started to glow even brighter. He waved it back and forth through the water as it gathered power. I was just following orders. I'm out of here. And the last unicorn started swimming toward the surface as fast as it could. Oh, that was close. Now, Buttonbeat, why were all these unicorns after you? A map, and Finar said, look, pointing with his blue horn saber toward the cap of that little button mushroom, white with orange spots. And as his deep blue light lit up the area, Manta Ray could make out an intricate map of orange on the button mushroom. I've seen this before in a shell book. It looks like a map of the globe on this little mushroom. The white would be the water and the orange would be the land. And as she was looking at button bait, the orange spots seemed to shift as if the map was zooming in. And one tiny little orange dot appeared right in the middle of a big ocean. This is near us, isn't it? Nope, it's exactly where we are. Button Bay can make a map anywhere, anytime, anywhere in What If World. And they were using you? She turned to look at the little button mushroom. So they've been trying to find the Refishtins. The Refishtins is fighting to keep the whole ocean free and has been ever since the fall of the Shalactic Empire. We've got to warn Lucas Seawalker, the last of the Fisheye Knights. They heard a distant rumbling, growing louder and louder. It sounded like all of the ocean's floor was being slowly crushed beneath that massive weight. And they could practically feel this giant structure pushing its way through the ocean towards them until it appeared on the horizon. It was like the Breath Star, only ten times as big. The top of it was nearly touching the surface of the water. This is why they made narwhals like me work for them. What is it? I give you Breathzilla. Oh no, it's Kylo Korn. And indeed, a unicorn 
the size of a Clydesdale, was walking down one side of this giant sphere. He wore a white helmet that was almost completely solid, and it covered his entire head. It had three white bars that looked like little unicorn horns stretching above the eyes. Covering the face was a perfectly smooth clamshell. The only hole was at the top to let out one long red glowing unicorn horn. The massive unicorn was swimming toward them slowly. I don't know why you bothered dodging all of our fluffy, huggy, happy tickle rays. Because we didn't ask to be fluffy, happy, huggy tickled. But me and all my unicorns just want everyone to be happy all the time. And unlike those mean sharks, my breathzilla is big enough to hold everyone in the whole ocean. Like one big never-ending hug. Are you listening to yourself? That sounds creepy, said Finnar. And a hundred unicorns swam out the sides of the breathzilla. And they shot out of their horns. A hundred rainbow-colored beams blasting all at once, focusing in the center to create one massive, swirling, colorful ball of energy. And Kylo Korn added his own red beam into the middle, and that ball started to grow bigger and bigger. <sighs> well, you won't be able to get away from this happy ray. <laughs> I made a rhyme. Mana, look. And Finar gestured with his blue horn saber to a far-off bit of the Breathzilla, where a little dappled pony pried at the side of the giant rolling machine with what looked to be a narwhal horn. It's Pony Dameron. Who? I know, he's hardly in this story. And Kylo Korn followed her gaze over to the little dappled pony. No, that's not nice. And he stopped blasting his red ray into the center ball of energy and started swimming toward the little pony. The pony seemed to be having a hard time holding its breath. It started swimming back towards the surface. Finar and Manta Ray rushed right up to Kylo Korn's hooves, catching up just as Pony Dameron's head breached above the surface to take in one gasp of breath before Kylo Korn pulled him back under. Pony Dameron? I thought you were living happily inside the breathzilla with all of us. The pony was holding its breath again, the big narwhal horn still held in its teeth, and he shook his head. You aren't happy in there? And as Manta Ray swam right by Pony Dameron, the little pony spat out the narwhal horn and stuck out his tongue at Kylo Korn. And that sound you could hear even underwater. How rude! And Manta Ray snatched up the narwhal horn with her spiny tail and pointed it at Kylo Korn. It glowed green. But that's impossible. You're a manta ray, not a unicorn. Only we can use the horse. Down here we call it the dorse, and any fish can use it. Calicorn looked back at the glowing rainbow ball that all of his fellow unicorns were blasting into with their horns. Fire the warm snuggly ball. This ocean's got too much attitude. And the colorful sphere exploded outward in every direction. We were too late. Oh, this actually feels kind of nice. We were, 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 Yeah, what were we so upset about? And Finar and Manta Ray started floating gently back down to the bottom of the ocean with button bait. And three unicorns swam out from the breathzilla to bring them in. Kylo Korn waved at them with one of his hooves. You're gonna love being part of the uni order. And as they were being pulled into the breathzilla... 
Mana Ray saw the narwhal horn she'd grabbed, its green light flickering out as it sank to the bottom of the ocean, and Finar saw his friend Pony Dameron gasping for breath above the surface of the water. The rainbow ray didn't seem to affect him since his whole body hadn't been underwater, and Finar looked at Mana Ray, and Mana looked back at him, and without knowing quite why, the two of them had broken away from their unicorn captors and were swimming toward the surface as fast as they could. <gasps> Uh, 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 air is terrible. I kinda like it. And just like that, the rainbow spell was broken over Mana Ray and Vinar. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Narwhal nodded, and his horn lit up blue again, and Mana Ray swam underneath the ocean and gave a sharp look at the narwhal horn beneath the waves, and it shot back through the water and into her waiting tail, and it lit up. No, we're all just supposed to be happy together forever. People can't be truly happy if they don't have freedom, said Mana Ray, swimming into the Brazilla with her horn saber drawn. Um, what she said, said Vinar, and he crashed through the thick shell surface of the Brazilla, following right after Mana Ray. But they didn't destroy the structure. Instead, they swam round and round and round the center, making a spinning vortex throughout the Breathzilla. It carried up and up and up, all the way through the top into the surface of the ocean. And a little trickle of air from above came into the water, waking up all the creatures within the Breathzilla from their rainbow spell. Unicorns and bubbles, narwhals and sharks, sea anemones and button mushrooms. They all came to as if waking from a dream. No, this isn't how it's supposed to be. If I'm not happy, it's bad, right? No, I think you just need to get your priorities straight. I've never looked at it that way. Wow, Buttonbait, you were a real seer. I'm going to turn over a new leaf, I just promise. <laughs> Everybody, you can stay here if you like, or go if you like. As for me, I'm going to get away for a while. I got to figure myself out. Wow, what did Buttonbait say? Let's just say that's one eloquent fungus. Most of the people didn't leave Breathzilla after all. They were happier living there under their own terms. And Pony Dameron, he got a permanent air bubble cast on him so he could swim around with his new friends as much as he wanted. As for Manaray, she found the narwhal whose horn she'd been using and gave it back. But she kind of wanted to learn how to use the doors all by herself. Buttonbait, she asked. Can you tell me how to find Lucas Seawalker? <laughs> the end. Well, Evan, I hope you liked your story. Folks at home, I hope you're having happy holidays. If you'd like a way to give back to us this season, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It'll just take you a minute. And it'll make a difference for us forever. And don't forget to check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. You'll get a free workbook just for going on the site. And there are lots of cool rewards you can sign up for there. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my editor and producer. Craig Martinson, our theme song writer and performer. Jason O'Keefe, our resident artist. And all you kids at home who are accepting of every peaceful and loving way of life there is out there. And all their variations. Until we meet again, keep wondering. What if world, this is what if world. 
For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. <laughs>